Is it going? <laughs> yeah, it would be recording, Corey. <laughs> Bro, it, it literally, like... <laughs> so glad like, we had a countdown for that shit. <laughs> He's like, usually when I see a red Bro, dot, me, it's the I'll, beam on the glizzy. Yo, I'll... <laughs> <laughs> I'll take a video of it next week to show you what it looks like on my side, and you'll be like, oh, okay, I get it. <laughs> Stupid. Okie dokie. Thinks he's a glizzy gobbler. <laughs> sure, make jokes when I had to run away from the night stalker last night. <laughs> <laughs> gonna talk about that too fuck yeah no i got uh, that in my part on, i got man. that in my part i was gonna talk about that right off rip yeah you know welcome everybody to episode 19 of the glenbrook village podcast i'm your host Corey, and i am luckily alive tonight i mean today well you know <laughs> as always i'm joined by andrew hervey and alex how's everybody doing Como uh, well, we're all alive. Even though, like you were saying, you got stalked last night. Yeah, let's jump right into that. So, yesterday I was what, you want me just to getting it? into. Uh, Hold on, let me, bitch. Let me, let me, <laughs> let me tell the story. I'm going to, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> last night I started watching Night Stalker on Netflix about the killing spree Richard Ramirez went on in the 80s in LA. And at the same time, Corey was going through an, his own experience with the Cleveland Shaker Heights Strangler. <coughs> we now go live to Shaker Heights, Ohio. Corey. <laughs> <coughs> I have to do the pause they do. Seriously, we Wait, got a freaking siren again. <laughs> That's amazing. They're coming for him. They're coming for him. They found him. He's probably still in the area. Yeah, bro. Yeah. So they find I'm him with like a pair of Corey's uh, underwears yeah. in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I'm, s- <laughs> I'm sitting right here. <laughs> Thinks this dude's just using it as like a teether. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, so last night I'm I'm working. It's like I work the graveyard shift, so it's like 2 o'clock in the morning, and uh, I'm doing – I have to take out the trash. So I'm like in the laundry room grabbing all the trash out of the receptacles, and uh, the like work phone rings, and I pick it up. I'm like, hello? And it's the police. And the guy's like, yeah, uh can I talk to the security guy on shift? I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm just taking out the trash right now. He's like, uh, yeah, there's a suspect roaming loose in the neighborhood. So don't need you to keep an eye out. And I was like, okay, what does this guy look like? He's like, uh, he's six six feet tall and white. I was like, uh, Jesus. Uh, okay. Like, you know, really like... <laughs> breaking down the demographic there. <laughs> bro, like the most vague description. And then, like, I was like... 
of course, like, naturally, what do I do? I go and, like, shake my brother awake to, like, come with me outside with the trash just so I can have somebody, like, watch my six. Like, I don't know if there's some dude walking around with, like, a Glock or something, like, trying to find somebody they could, like, shake down for their car keys. Like, fuck that, you But, like, the worst, the worst part was, like, I just get finished, like, getting off the phone with this cop, and I go in the, into the elevator, and then when it gets off on my floor, there's some white dude standing there. And, of course, I'm, like... <laughs> my heart like sinks to my ass like <laughs> he's in the building <laughs> but you gotta elaborate further so Corey lives in a huge condominium complex and the day before the power for the entire building went out oh yeah yeah fuck that was like nightmare fuel <clears throat> in itself and then you also said the double part to that is you said you were walking around with a pocket knife for your protection but can you imagine being the white guy on the like waiting to get onto the elevator and there's just some black dude in a black hoodie with a knife in his hand. And you're scared and he's scared. <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't. That, that, and your brother's still trying to wake up because it's three in the morning. And he's told like, hey, yo, there's some crazy guy in our building. I need you to come with me <laughs> to investigate. That makes, me, that makes me think of the Night Stalker documentary oh. or in the part where like, they said that Richard Ramirez shot this guy in the head, but then he got up and chased him out of the house. And they called Richard Ramirez a coward for it. It's like, if, if some guy just got shot in the face and got up and ran after you, I, I would have been like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm and then got it, the fuck out of there. This morning you said you found the door propped open. Yeah, you know, so like, I get my brother to help you like finish taking off the trash. And like the last place I'm going to, last thing I'm going to do is like sit in the garage and be a sitting duck. Like, especially if the power just went out on the whole block, like, yo, because I don't have a, I don't have a key to get out of the garage, like the doors, so if the doors have like a power thing, like a, a key fob in the garage to get out. So if the power goes out, like I'm stuck in the garage. So I just like went upstairs and chilled for like an hour and a half. As and of course do. I come downstairs and what's, and of course I come downstairs and what's the first thing I see? Like the door propped wide open. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah I was like half Jesus. expecting to wait I was like half expecting well, to thing, wake like, up this morning And like read the news Or just like wake up this morning To like a bunch of cop cars outside my building And I'm like wheeling out a corpse <laughs> And I'm like <laughs> Did you Did you tell any of your co-workers Like did you have to write it down Like do you guys have like a communication the, log uh, or some shit I told the guy who came into work at like uh, 7 I was like yeah be on the lookout There's some dude out there like flashing his dick <laughs> but uh <laughs> but like yeah no I I told him I was like yo fuck I was like fuck that I went upstairs like I'm not about to sit down here and be like hyper vigilant and then of course like the door that's propped open the camera's out like I go into the garage and the camera's out I'm like what the fuck so yeah somebody probably got murdered in the building last night it's like perfect story yeah and I of course like the worst part yeah, like no, going straight up before this, I went to work. The worst part to me is that he just calls you. He just calls you and tells you, hey, there's a Caucasian man on the loose. Anyways, bye. <laughs> <laughs> I know, couldn't even tell me like of like what he was wearing or like if he had tattoos or anything. Like he's like white and six feet tall. I'm like, oh, thanks, guy. Thanks. To be continued. You said you work again tonight? <laughs> yeah. Good luck. Well, make sure the door is closed. And the camera's on. Yeah. <laughs> Pointing in the right direction. 
I'm gonna keep like a lighter and some hairspray on me. You're just gonna blind him with it and then just stab him in the sternum. Just <laughs> the headline the next day. We are now looking for a suspect who <laughs> has been seen with a homemade flamethrower and a pocket knife. <laughs> like that. Anyways, also, were you honest? Were you honest with Blair? Like when you woke him up, did you like? Were you like, "Yo, I don't want to die. There's some guy out yeah, there." Yeah, just like, like "Hey, we're gonna go get some candy." <laughs> no, I was like, "Yo, you gotta come with me, bro. Like, there's some dude on the loose." <laughs> Fuck that! If that had been me, and you're like, "Yo, there's some guy on the loose. Like, come hang out with me," I'd be like, "Nah, better one than both of us dead." <laughs> like, how about this? Lock the door, and uh, I'll stay here. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I had to finish her. Right, I, right. I was almost like, <laughs> poor kid. What, new you game plan. You run down the corridor flailing your arms and attracting his attention. I'll go back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't leave him out the dry like that. So enough, enough on that. Enough on that. I've never Anyways, thrown to be continued, keep us posted. In, I've never thrown the trash out quicker <laughs> in my life. Yeah, no kidding. I like rapid. He was eating that. Bro, shit. there was like twelve bags in that in that bin, and they were all heavy as fuck. And I think I like threw them out into the <laughs> gar garbage bin in like thirty seconds flat. I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and my brother, my brother's like moving all slow. I was like, quick in the fucking garage. <laughs> Like, bro, of, of oh course, like, goodness. last place I want to be is, like, a black dude in the dark wearing all black, like, on some poor-ass poor video camera. Like, yo, we can't even identify who that is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All it, looks is, all it looks like is a shadow getting attacked. Like, fuck that, yo. That helps me so much. But, yeah, that was my night at work. <laughs> so, the... The the end the end of February twenty twenty one. We think it's a good time to just update everyone on some of the goings on in the last few weeks since you know we don't really have anything overly exciting planned for this week. But there has Black History Month is over. But there has been some pretty good things going on in the news lately, so we should definitely Anybody touch uh, on that. Arctic so it was a couple weeks ago. Uh, you know, like at th right before the weekend performed at the Super Bowl, I think he he brought up the Grammys and like he was salty, of course. But I guess like my my question to you guys would be like, you know, as music fans, do you think that the Grammys are still relevant? No, no, I I don't no. think they've ever been relevant. <clears throat> okay, well. I have like a, I have like a two kind of perspectives on it though. Like, I feel like they're relevant to artists, and I feel like artists who don't get nominated because they think their album was like really good, end up feeling slighted. But like, I think to the fans it's irrelevant because, you know, fans have such emotional connections with like their favorite artists. So if like their artist doesn't get nominated or if their artist doesn't their favorite artist doesn't win like the award they like they bitch and they're like oh the grammys are like a bunch of bullshit like they don't matter they don't appreciate real music it's, and it's like 
you know, you kind of have to, you have to step outside that realm. Like, so like, uh, the, so the weekend didn't get nominated. And so I actually took it upon myself to listen to all the albums that were up for album of the year to see if like it was justified him not being nominated. And I could see where he was pretty <coughs> salty. Like the, if there was one I would have replaced mm-hmm. with for him would have been uh, the Jacob Collier one. Like his album was definitely better than that one. But like I, I don't know if he, I don't know if he would have. Whoops. Exactly. Like it, it wasn't a good album. Like. <laughs> no, bro, I, I went through, I, I went through all of them. Like I was listening to all of them, and that was the only one where I legitimately like skipped. Like I listened to like a minute of, not even like a minute every song, and I was like, no, this isn't good. Skip, like skip. There's maybe like one song in that entire album I liked, and I was like, I don't know why the fuck this guy even got nominated for album of the year. Like there's no way, like. It doesn't even hold up to any of these other ones. Personally, like, I think, uh, like, out of the ones I listen to, like, Coldplay probably has a good chance of winning. But, like, Coldplay always, like, releases really good music. But that that album was really good. Yeah. Either them or either them or uh, Taylor Swift. But, like, I could see why he was pissed off, though, because there's definitely, like, when there's, like, an... Especially if he sat down and listened to all those albums and he's like, I know mine's better than this piece of shit. But like I, but like I was saying though, like I still think you know, sometimes fans get a little bit overly emotional when it comes to the Grammys. Like T Swift fans. Yeah, like just jump into death threats all the time. Yeah. So my my personal opinion about the Grammys is it maybe not always has been because I think when they started initially it was purely a talent based you know, showcase, but now mm-hmm. especially, it's a popularity contest. Just through and through, in my opinion. So people that, like, a good amount of people can collectively agree this person is good, they aren't mm-hmm. shown because for whatever reason, they're not, like, at the f- top of, like, in in the middle of the spotlight at that moment. And it's unfortunate, but they make so much money because of that whereas if it was just purely talent based like it wouldn't be as exciting I, <clears throat> but the thing is like how do they isn't the Grammys the one that have like the um, anonymous people who vote on like what gets put into each category you know what that is a very good question I'm gonna look it up because I'm pretty sure they're like the Oscars right where it's like an anonymous group of people meet having a meeting they all go and they all make the vote into who gets into each category yeah, but it's like it but it's like a political poll. Like the majority of this amount of people agree that this is what should be, but they pick, you know, like maybe 2000 people that live in a very specific type of section. Yeah. And they're the ones that decide for everybody. So like because of course you're not you're not speaking for everybody. <laughs> cuz cuz I'm even looking at the list right now and I'm trying to think like album of the year like I wonder how you like how what you base it off of is like like amount of sales. Is it the amount of streams now? Is it the amount of like? Well, they just have they have people. They have like music execs in the recording academy who who pick these people. Like basically like the Oscars. Like they have like a I guess you call it like a board of executives or directors that pick pick what albums they think should fall into like the categories. Yeah. But what I but then like the winners are based off of like it's. 
you know, artists and producers, like, you know, how there's certain actors who are part of the Academy. So the actors that are part of the Academy vote for the winners. So it's like the same thing, like whatever artists and producers and stuff like that, that are a part of like the recording Academy, they vote for the, the winners of the, the Grammys. But I think that, I think for the Grammys, like something that, and the Oscars too, something that they should change is the people that you have vote for the awards should be the same people that nominate the cat, like select these categories. Like why, if you're going to like award these awards to the best of music, Mm -hmm. why don't you let their peers be the ones who decide who gets, who deserves to get nominated? You know what I mean? Like, I think the same should go for the host though too. It's gotten too stagnant. Like it puts me off right away when it's like, with your host, Ricky Gervais, or with your host, Steve Harvey. It's like, when in my personal time have I ever like said, you know what I want to do on a Friday night? Watch well, that's because what those people are, yo. They're like, they're hosts. No, what I'm well, saying, like, had- that needs to be voted in. That needs to be voted in because you want your MC to be like entertaining mm-hmm. and relevant. And it's always some motherfucker that like I could care yeah. less. Yeah, but I feel like there there's a little bit of a gray area like that because if I was to hear that like, oh yeah, Pete Davidson's gonna host the Grammys all night, it's like nah. But <laughs> I'd rather not. They need to do better like a better job of making like these award shows like the art like the artists celebrating the art. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Yeah, exactly. Completely. Like I think it, it takes away from it takes away from it when it's not like a jury of your peers voting on everything and like selecting everything. I feel like, cause you know, like, yeah. I think they, I think the people who are creating that art are more invested and in, mm-hmm. like emotionally involved with other music that gets released. Yeah. Well, and especially with, uh, so like recording companies being at the high end of the nominating and votership, I have a, you know, pretty 50-50 perspective on recording companies. But at the end of the day, like, as soon as you sign with a recording company, you're basically saying that your rights to this music is now theirs forever. So, like, there's always going to be a bias of who's going to put what forward to benefit them. Give it it 10 years, these labels aren't going to exist anymore. Talking about music and labels and everything... um, we might as well segue into mentioning that Alex's heart was broken this past <laughs> week when uh, Daft, Daft Punk officially split up. Yeah, everyone's favorite robots, split French duo. Split in two. They formed at ages 18 and 19, and they part after 28 years. Did they ever say why? I. Uh, they cannot compute. I, <laughs> I honestly just think that they came to the end of their legacy and what a legacy it was like it's goes from you know the 90s discography of homework discovery human after all then jumping to producing the entire score and soundtrack for tron legacy and jumping completely 360 to 2014 when they came out with random access memories which was kind of like a funk almost disco style album which saw the likes of collaborating with Pharrell and Stevie Wonder, Nile Rodgers, like big, like old time mm-hmm. legends, <clears throat> and then jumping a couple years ahead to working with The Weeknd and some of the stuff that he wanted to do. They did, they just their imprint has been so big that they probably split because 
you know, like what else are they to do? Yeah. But they're not even but they're not even 50 and they're worth 140 mil, so like That's a good point. They're what, not that a good time to retire. I almost wonder though like <laughs> if you're just retiring as Think? Daft Punk which means like you're not going to go and like work separately. Yeah, I was going to say like I I could see Yeah, I think they'll go solo. Yeah, well, I can maybe, see them, like, but they probably are still producing like a lot of they probably want to like go into their own lanes like I feel I like I can see that. Yeah. You know when you're in a group like that like there's no way they have friction like they've been doing it together for that long like how many how many groups do you know that like stay together that long cohesively and like are able to produce well, I the think amount of work I- they do? I think a big part maybe of they that, just want to take a different direction and like, see, like that is possible. Maybe one wants to explore like you. Know, I want to explore this a little bit more. Like I want to explore this a little bit more and like, you know. Yeah, I could see that. I think a big part of them though is they've never really been. They've had no interest in being in the spotlight ever. Like any time mm-hmm. that they have made a public appearance, they've always been in their helmets, and it's been very few and far between where that's actually happened, and even like internationally renowned performances that they've done. They showed up at the Grammys with Kanye for one song in 2008 and with Pharrell and Stevie Wonder in 2014. Outside of that, they have done a lot to stay out of the spotlight. What do you think are your favorite songs? I'm I'm pretty sure they have shown off without their helmet though, right? Uh, not Not very much. They have a couple times in the 90s from what I know of, but not since then. Yeah. What's your favorite songs? Hmm. What, what I like that though. Favorite like... songs by Daft Punk. I'm trying to think of some of mine. Obviously, One More Time. Tron soundtrack. Technologic. That's definitely one of the big... Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. Defunk is a good one. I think the Tron, that Tron soundtrack was unreal. This actually reminds me of uh, a couple of years ago. Andrew was over at my apartment, and we were playing Name That Tune. Plastered, of course. He play, <laughs> He put on <laughs> Defunk by Daft Punk, and not even two seconds it took for me to uh, say what it was. And he was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, Because you know the start of that song? It's like a streetscape. They have like carts crashing against each other. I just heard that and guessed what it was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, so mm-hmm. you guessed. Beginner's luck. Andrew, like, flipped his phone out of his hands, like, I'm not fucking doing that anymore. <laughs> Beginner's phone. <laughs> but yeah, that... Beginner's luck. <laughs> but yeah, that Tron soundtrack, like... It's also the... Um, oh, that was a good that, one. That made the The Dawn movie. of Many Endings, uh, Hasbro dropping Mr. Potato Head... <laughs> and uh, becoming more gender neutral. Oh shit, Corey, save it for the OnlyFans, dog. Yeah. He's just trying to give the uh, Shaker Heights Strangler something to look at. Probably being watched right now through the window. You know what's you know what's crazy? I I will have you, my muse. <laughs> <laughs> Any, anyway, what's sticking on track here? You will be mine. Somebody at my window. Somebody at my window. There's somebody at my window. You know what chitlins? You know what chitlins are, yo? <laughs> Aren't they like all the like the extra shit that people don't want to eat from animals? 
<laughs> Aren't they like the shit? <laughs> Aren't they like the shit? Those are called Bro, hot no, dogs, Herbie. It's pig. It's pig. Uh, yeah, I told you. Yeah, it's like the extra shit. It's like tripe. <laughs> yeah, hot dogs. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck. So for anyone that hasn't heard, Hasbro this past week has announced that they are dropping the Mr. from Mr. Potato Head to be more neutral. gender neutral. It's just Potato Head. Yeah, which which only, which only begs the question. So it's a toy from the 50s that they brought in to be an animated character in almost a 30-year-old movie. For, for one, it's an animated character. That's almost 30 years old. For two, it is a potato. That's what I was going to say. With a mustache. Like, you know what's <laughs> I think honestly the potato more thing disturbing? just kills me. It's a vegetable, yeah, I was right? Say, is this... I was going to say, yeah, it's like uh, vegetable stereotyping. You know, what if he wants to be a broccoli? <laughs> this motherfucker. But, but like, how important I, is not, it to I'm not going to touch that. <laughs> that's, why, that's why I said nada. All I know is that this man's is a potato. <laughs> and I'm going to stick to that. I mean, they didn't like, they didn't completely like get rid of Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head. They just got rid of like calling. No, if you look on Wikipedia now, it's literally just Potato Head. No, I, I know, but they didn't like get rid of like the, the sub, like they didn't get, they like changed like the general box to Potato Head, but they still have like, Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head. They're just not selling it like solely as Mr. Potato Head. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like you can still, yeah. you can still like, they still have like those characters like Mr. and Mrs. But like they just decided to take it like, instead of just calling the whole brand Mr. Potato Head, they just decided to call it like Potato Head. So it, it makes sense. Okay, the one thing... The one thing I'm going to touch on, and I, I guess I'm going to be willing to get fucking skewered for this, but I'm just quickly like reading up on it. And people always say like kids want to see themselves in like the toys they play and like you need to give them like representation and shit. Man, if your kid is seeing himself in a fucking potato head toy, <laughs> I'm sorry, but you got bigger issues than just like the whole like, <laughs> I, I need to see myself in the toy. I'm just saying, go get your kid an assessment. Or you're not raising them, you're doing something. And see, like, I work with kids, so I'm just strictly speaking out of my anecdotal whatever with my, like, the kids I work with. So I'm just saying, you got bigger We're just issues lightly. if a kid's like, right? This is, I think a bigger problem. I myself in that car. Let me clean it I think up. a bigger like, problem me, is like toys. Yo, let me clean toys it up. Like, toys like Monster High Dolls is okay. It's like, yeah. Or brats. It, wear, wear a short skirt and a choker, you filthy little. <laughs> <laughs> Like, how is that not the issue we're addressing right now? It's potato tots, man. You know what? You know what it is, though? Like, I think... <coughs> I'm trying to, like... I don't... Fuck, I don't want to offend nobody. Well, that's why I said All I'm right. going to get skewered. Uh, it's too late. You offended me as soon as you got <laughs> <in> today. <laughs> On Black History Month. Oh, I, yeah, I appreciate that, Andrew. But no... Uh, <laughs> 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 it's not because of the color It's just because of your face uh, oh, Wow, wow. Randall look at motherfucker <laughs> That was a joke Obviously that was a joke I'm the most stereotypically white person In this podcast 
God damn. Uh, Anyways. Uh, keep going, Corey. <laughs> so we're talking about yesterday about how Corey had to work through probably one of the most traumatic shifts of oh, his no. life. Um, Alex recently pointed out that a guy faked his own kidnapping to oh, miss yeah. work. Whereas whereas Corey almost got kidnapped to attend work. <laughs> <laughs> so I was wondering if like Alex could elaborate more on the guy faking his own kidnapping to miss work. And then maybe I want to go around the circle and say one of the most ridiculous moments you've had at a job or just something related to work Lord. that's like, it doesn't seem like real life. And it's okay because there's a statute of limitations, <laughs> some things you know, I did t- 10 years ago. Ten years ago, I hope an employer who listens to this would not. Andrew's telling himself me. this right now. Yeah. Okay. So, anyways, nineteen-year-old Brandon Souls or Souls or whatever uh, of Coolidge, Arizona, has pleaded guilty to reporting false information to law enforcement for tying himself up and <laughs> throwing himself on the side of the road. Yeah. In ways to make it look like he was kidnapped. That's so just that a Wednesday night for Alex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, no. He, uh, Wake, sorry. Wakes up naked for... next to a dead goat, like, not again. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, this guy ended up beating himself up, tied his hands behind his back with his own belt, stuck a bandana in his mouth, and threw himself on the side of the road. I'm not gonna lie. He also fake. I'm impressed, bro. How do you tie? That sounds like a lot of work. I might just do my shit. Yeah, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, he also. How much time were you trying to get off work? This. But this is the craziest part. He also fabric. All you have to do is pick up the phone and be like, (laughs) like all you have to do is pick up the phone and be like, (laughs) I've got the black lung, right? Yeah. I got di- I got diarrhea. Say no more, fam. Nah, that's not fun enough. All right, so what I'm gonna do <laughs> is I'm gonna sodomize myself and I'm gonna lay down on the Jesus side of the road Christ. on the interstate for eight hours. <laughs> like why? Like, what's up? But that but that is only the first half of it. He also fabricated a story about his rich father, a trove of buried cash in the desert, and two mass kidnappers who did not care that he would miss his shift at an auto shop. Is this guy trying what? to get a day off work <laughs> he- or like a month off work? Like what was the <laughs> Quoting Commander Mark Tercero <laughs> of the Coolidge Police Department, he affor- informed us that he was hit in the head and stuffed in a car in front of his home. But when we located video surveillance in front of his home, we were able to see no such thing. Jesus Christ. This guy. Yeah, that is, that's next level wanting to miss work. But for real, for real, I'll start, but I want to hear from everybody a true honest moment they had at a job that was like just over the top ridiculous. For me, it was getting pulled into the supervisor's office at Superstore. <laughs> I worked at Superstore for one year from the time oh, I was 17 God. to the time I was 18. So a year. And the, the general manager. <laughs> yeah, like, one tried year. to give us a range of time I was, a year. <laughs> I was writing it on a virtual resume with my sky pen, like Disney. Um, but he pulls the general manager pulls me into his office and he says, I got to tell you something. And I thought I was about to get fired, to be honest. And he's like, you make me nervous. You scare me. And I was like, what? Like, I was so taken aback. Like, what? Why? And he was like, because you're never anywhere in the store. But as soon as I page you or call you, you'll, you're there in like 10 seconds. You're like a ghost. And, and the thing was that I had timed the schedules, like almost like to a prisoner level 
of when the managers would be upstairs and when they would make their walks to the main floor to walk around and make sure everybody's doing their job. So I would make that transition constantly that when they were just about to go from their office to the downstairs, I would go upstairs into a utility closet, wait until they went downstairs, and then I would go into the break room and play rock band for like four hours of my shift. Then when I would hear them coming back up the stairs because they all wear dress shoes, I would go back into the closet and wait till they got settled, and then I would head back downstairs. <laughs> that is some next level time theft, Andrew. <laughs> it was it was literally like employee of the month because we like high stacked a wicker couch into the top level of the loading bay area and put snacks up there and everything, and then we would sit up there in this wicker couch and just watch all the little ants below us working. <laughs> There was so How many, many people things, did man. you have do this with but you? But there was three yeah, others. Uh, one of them worked in the receiving bay, and we would steal dry ice out of the fish coolers, and we brought them up to the staff bathrooms and put them <laughs> in the clean water tank, and flush the toilet, and fog would come out of the bowl <laughs> of the toilet. We uh, we did the hairspray and flamethrower shit in the back room. We would take like cans of axe and have like an axe with like a lighter and a can of axe we grab um we grabbed gift wrap rolls and jousted in the aisles that night we would like come down the aisle opposite facing each other on <laughs> on on power jacks and we would come down the aisle and and have a joust battles yeah that sounds lit I swear, oh if you goodness. counted up all the hours that I worked at Superstore within a one year's time, it would equal to one shift. <laughs> Bro, and then I and then I remember like Andrew was like trying to get Andrew was like going on a job hunt. He's like, yo, just he's like, just pull up to Superstore. I'm just gonna walk up to the general manager's office. This guy said he just like walk beelined it right upstairs. Like, give me my fucking job. <laughs> what? <laughs> No, I remember when no. I, I drove you. You're like looking no, for no, no, jobs. No, no, no. Like nobody was hiring, and he's like, and you're like, fuck. Let me just go to superstore. Like I know the manager, and he just like, he said he just like <laughs> skipped past everybody, and they're like, yo, you need identification. <laughs> fuck off, cheese. I'm in the zone. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. The reason we were at superstore was because of that whole Coney B shit, like bullshit. Oh God. So uh... when Coney was a thing, we were like blasting like posters and like stickers everywhere. And like I get Corey to come to the front door of Superstore in his van, and I take this Coney poster. And there's these outfacing windows that are up in the staff room that face like the entire parking lot. And I walked right past the door greeter up to the like staff room and just like slapped one on the window facing out onto the street, and then like walked back down. And nobody said shit. The privilege. No one gonna fuck with you. <laughs> Such. Dude, Such as like Coney the, when it died. <laughs> the most ironic thing was like one time me and this guy I was working with went up into the security viewing room, like where you can watch shoplifters at the tills and stuff. And we're just like eating packs of gum and shit up <laughs> in the room that's intended for like prevention loss to like watch people at the tills as they're checking out. My goodness. Yeah, Superstore sales skyrocketed when Andrew quit. <laughs> so if you want an easy job, if you want an easy job, go work at Superstore. We're not right. going to tell uh, the location of this one. Yeah, but. I can. I I can attest to that. I worked at the Superstore Garden Center for, geez, I want to say, not even a month. That's the only job I literally just walked out of because it, just it didn't matter. <laughs> there was one time they told me I have to go clean a spill in one of the aisles, and I was like, "Fuck that!" 
Like I was almost annoyed that they would even have the audacity to tell me to work on my shift because <laughs> it was like to the point where I got away with so God much forbid. that if I actually had to work, I was like, yo, are you kidding me right now? So I ignored, I ignored the call to go clean up the aisle. And then like 20 minutes later, it's just like, instead of calling me to the aisle, now it's like, call the manager. And I was like, oh, sh- like what happened? And I got the forbid, aisle. You have to do something that you're getting paid for. <laughs> EMS is bringing in a stretcher. Some guy slipped on a jar of pickles. Slipped on a jar of pickles. Quotations. He has the biggest like ear to ear smirk on his face. Like y'all are fucked. Because he was wearing like he was wearing like flip flops, and he said he was like looking at the top aisles, not realizing where he's walking, and slipped in the spill and like hit his head on every shelf on the way down. And I was like, great, I'm gonna get fired. All this hard work not working for this. <laughs> and then I go to the door and they're telling me there's another spill. And I was like so irate at this point because I was just like, fuck it. I'm going to get fired anyways. Who gives a shit? And I go to the front and these two ladies are talking right over top of another spill. I'm like, excuse me, can you guys move? And they just ignore me and keep talking to me. I'm like, can you move? And she's like, I'm going to tell your manager that you told a handicapped woman to get out of your way. And she like hobbles away. And I was like, oh my God. (laughs) And I didn't get fired. Yes, audience. And it was at that moment that I'm like, I'm bulletproof. Yes, audience. This is the Andrew that is in charge of children now. He's teaching them life, life lessons. I'm teaching. It was funny. I told this kid the other day that... When I was in elementary school, me and my friends would uh, wait until the lunch supervisors did their rounds of the field and had their backs to us. And then we would leave the field and go to the convenience store for candy. <sighs> and I said, the irony is that now my job is to make sure you guys don't have the ability to do that. Fuck. <laughs> 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 All right, yo, I got, I got some, some anecdotes. All right. Yo, so Corey's next. <laughs> I'm starting the cipher. <laughs> oh, don't don't quit your day course, job, Andrew. Of course, he starts beatboxing when the black guy's about to talk. Oh, I wasn't gonna say it. Let me, let me drop a beat for the Negro. <laughs> uh, anyways, <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know how to start a conversation unless it has rhythm. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> this guy. You said it. You said it. Of course. Oh, said Jesus. It. And that's the clip. Keep that in. Keep that in. Alex. Episode. We'll put that up. Episode we'll nineteen. Put that <laughs> we talked to a we'll proud put... boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna send that to the. Uh, I'm gonna send that to that new race, that anti-racism co- council at Calgary, and it'll be like, yo, get this. It's guy just gonna be school. episode. Episode 19.5. Why we're now only three-fourths of the Glenbrook Village podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and we reintroduce Andrew, you. Corey, and Herbie. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it's going to so it's gonna go back to sounding like oh trash then. <laughs> Anyways, let him speak. Oh, uh, my God. <laughs> yeah, so we, when I was uh, working at a, a restaurant that shall not be named because... Yeah. Restaurant. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so this, this one time. <laughs> I'm the fire starter. <laughs> I've got a lot of Yo, burning this... questions for you, Corey. 
right, yo, this one time, uh, this one time, this this chick, you know, how on a, on restaurant menus, it says no outside food or drink because they don't want you to bring food from food or like drinks from outside of the restaurant into the yeah. restaurant. All right, so one time this chick called our manager and she was like, "Hi Tiffany, am I allowed to serve serve like food and drink on the patio?" And the manager's like, "Yeah, why?" And she sent her a photo of that part on the menu where it says no outside food or drink. <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> right? Oh my goodness! You've got to be fucking kidding me. She's like, oh yeah, and uh, by There's the way, can I no see you in my way. office? You stupid! <laughs> you know how much revenue they probably lost because she's like, no, we don't fucking serve on the patio. Go inside. <laughs> Uh, but my throat is so parched from the shisha. And? <laughs> like, eat a coal. Dude, what else has happened there? There's like a lot uh, of shit. Bro, there is, hold on. I got some more. Good I, Lord. Okay. I, uh, yeah, I got a lot. Hold on. Yo, there's this, that was his cover page. <laughs> there, bro, there was this one time. Like, <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah, there was this one time. Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to name names because the guy was a guest on the show and he might still listen to this podcast. After naming names? No, I, like, I'm not going to name the name of the, per, the person involved in the story because he was a guest oh. He was a guest on the show and he still listens. He might listen. This will be his but, last uh, episode. Time, actually, we have like a hundred episodes and they're like, oh, we have to rifle through all these people. No, there was there there two people that, were, that worked at Messiah who are on this podcast, so... Uh, anyway, so one time, one time, uh, the guys were in like the back of the, in the back of the restaurant in the kitchen, and they were like recording a TikTok of them like dancing to that all day song like by Kanye. Oh yeah. And uh, but they were like, one of the guys like let the N word slip, like one of the one of the Arabic guys, and uh, this guy was like, <laughs> "How dare you use that word?" That word is a slut and an affront to the black community. <laughs> and like started going and started going off on them, like tripping the fuck out. Like they use that word to tear my people down. And then like they're all looking at him like, bro, isn't your mom white? Like and uh oh. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Christ. Like they you know, it got pretty bad though. Like he stormed out and like didn't come back for the rest of his shift. I didn't know Richard felt really? some type Fuck, of way. What else happened there? Yeah, he was. <laughs> <laughs> Dude goes to Jamaica once, get his hair twisted, and then comes back bro, and there he's was like a... fucking like steel fisted walking down the street. Bro, there was almost a shootout in that place. Yo, fuck. Oh, Actually, fuck. I t- did I ever tell you guys the story of how I got hit in the back of the head with a, ta- a patio table? What? What? All right. Just a whole table. Yo, check it. All right. So the patio tables were light. Like, you could pick them up with one hand. Like, you could pick them up with one hand. They were super light. Like, they were like the, they were like a plastic frame. They were like the ones that come in the pizza box? No, they were just like, you know, like the cheap, you know, like the cheap patio furniture you can get, like, that are, like, made out of wicker? Like, you can pick them up pretty easily, yeah. right? Like, so, uh, there, there was this, like, one side, there was this par- party going on. Like, the restaurant's packed. And uh, these two girls started beefing. Like, these two girls got in a fight. And then, like, 
And then, like, of course, like, the guys they were with, like, got in the middle of it. And this one guy who had, like, nothing to do with, like, the argument that was going on, like, tried to step in. And the one dude just, like, lost it. Because, like, the one dude just, like, lost it. He's like, what are you, like, what are you doing, white boy? Like, fucking, like, started freaking out, right? Ooh. So, like, it, it, like, peeled. Like, the restaurant, it, like, started on one side of the restaurant and, like, slowly, like, peeled out to the outside. And I'm outside, like, in the middle of it, like, <clears throat> trying to get on the stop. And this one dude's, like, backed into a corner, like, yelling shit at the other guy. I'm like, yo, you need to fucking chill. And uh, the one dude who was behind me, like, picked up a table and chucked it. And it clipped me in the back of the head. And I was like, fuck this. I'm going inside. And I just, like, let them, like, continue <laughs> their brawl. There was, like, another. Did you take a WCB claim? should have. No, like, it didn't hurt, bro. Like, the table was light as fuck. Like, it didn't, like... And? I didn't get knocked out. Like, <coughs> there's, yo, there was another time where there was a brawl in, there was a brawl at Messiah. I got a couple good brawl fights that happened there. We, there was like a big ass birthday party in there. Like these people just pulled up in a, and the people that were in the won't name the restaurant names the restaurant. No, who, give, <laughs> <laughs> who gives? I'm it? not gonna name names, but yo, Messiah was shit. <laughs> that was like when Blandrew pulled all that shit. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? That place is burnt down, and the guy's like fucking masturbating to photos of PETA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, and then cleaning up with check, cleaning up with checks he never handed out. <laughs> guy probably sits there. He's like, guys, Corey, guy twenty seventeen. Fuck is this? <laughs> That guy sits on cucumbers because silicone comes from animals. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh my goodness. Fuck. Uh, but yeah, fuck that dude. Yo, but there they are. There was this one hold up, there was uh, this, Herbie. I gotta tell this this brawl, yo. There's one time when the guys came in. These guys yeah, came yeah. in from a limbo together for this party, and they're all together. And then people with inside the group started fighting, and so like, we got the we got the one guy to leave the building, right? <laughs> and then I don't know what happened, but whoever was supposed to be watching this guy like allowed him to walk back inside, and he walks back inside, and he's standing there, and he's like, "Come on, Doc," and the guy, yo. <laughs> We watched the video footage back, and you just see, like, dude run over, like, pretty much, like, jump over three tables and, like, Superman punch this guy in the fucking throat. Like, right into the... Like, right into the turntables and shit. Like, yo, it was like everybody cleared out of the restaurant after that. Like, it took so long to get the brawl to stop. And then there's this other time where the... The, uh... The bounce... Because after that, we got a bouncer. And there's this one time, the... There is a... Yeah, there's... There's a lot of characters that used to like to come. To, there's a lot of characters that used to like to come to this restaurant I went to, and like they didn't like you know, they didn't like you to they didn't <laughs> like you to tell them what to do. Like you had to tread light. Scallywag. You had to tread lightly unless you like yourself wanted to get like beat up. So uh, one so one time, uh, the bouncer was like trying to get this guy to like to like calm down and like because he was like trying to smoke cigarettes in the restaurant. Mm-hmm. So he comes in, you know, he comes into the, he, I guess he went outside and got in an argument with this dude. He comes back inside, he goes up to the DJ, he's like, yo, turn the music off. He's like, hey, whoever's with this dude, if y'all don't tell him to shut the fuck up, I'm gonna punch him in the face. Bro, he has his back turned to 
the friend, the guy's table where like all his friends are sitting, home, this one guy's friends got up out of his chair, picked the chair up, and smashed it over the bouncer's back. And like four of these guys started jumping him like. And then the like they ran out and then the bouncer hopped up and like took a chair and broke it on the ground and like ran outside like, why you motherfuckers? <laughs> Dude, by the quality of those they chairs, they're like a stunt gone. chair anyways. Like every chair there was patched together with like tape. And like the seats were like the back was falling out, <laughs> the legs were snapped. Yo, but I was, sho- yo, I was <laughs> shocked though because like one of them was the owner well, painted like a chair. <laughs> I hope Zaddy doesn't take a seat. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyways, but somebody said. Somebody said they caught him in the bathroom sucking some dude off. Hell yeah. That's good service, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> it's because most people hand out a candy at the end of a meal, but god damn. Uh, I guess when they job? said when they said like you got a tip, he melted in a different way. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll say something funny that I did. Like one time we like it, that place was like the wild, wild west. Like we could pretty much do whatever we wanted to sometimes. Cause like the one manager we had was like, at the time, he's not anymore, but at the time he was like heavy into like cocaine. So he was like either, he was either like al- always there and like super energetic or just gone for gone for weeks. Like you couldn't even like get him on the <laughs> cell phone. And uh, weird. So like when, whenever he wasn't there, like we'd go out back and like smoke weed and then come back in and work. But that was like when I like, wasn't smoking frequently so it would like hit me like hella hard so i'm like making pipes and i kept getting pipes sent back because i kept forgetting to poke holes on top (laughs) so like people were like (laughs) people were like trying to start their pipes and they couldn't i was like oh i forgot to fucking poke holes in this i must have had like four or five pipes sent back because i forgot to like poke like do the most essential part of like the whole thing was probably filling it with like Toilet water as well. <laughs> That's just, that was just the regular water there. <laughs> no wonder I felt <laughs> sick going to that place. Hotel Cecil. Oh. <laughs> Bro, one time, one time we were sitting there and the air, the <laughs> L filter out of like the air conditioning machine fell out and it was like dirty as fuck and landed on a customer. There's just like, like a, hooker, a hooker's ass. arm just falls on the floor. This <laughs> 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 just like, what is wrong with this place? I can't order food outside? <laughs> <laughs> that, that was her arm, too. Christ. Um, Anyways, Alex, Herbie, who wants to go next? And don't give me some after-school special. Oh, the one I could think of is like, I was honestly just like trying to rack my brain as to which one like... We did most of the stuff. My favorite, shit. I think by far, before I I'll cut you off and for a second. You but it, just asked us. It's, <laughs> it's hey, related hey, to... It's, hey, stop, stop cutting off the people of color. <laughs> go ahead. No, no. It's intertwined. Go ahead, it's, go ahead. It's intertwined. Go ahead, Herbie. No, it is intertwined. <laughs> so I'm out of a job and I'm living at Herbie's at the time. Oh, yeah. And Herbie's out of a job. Fuck this guy. <laughs> We're both out of work. We both apply for a job at Earl's. 
but Herbie gets the job offer because he said he catered for like many years and <laughs> I don't get the job. And then Herbie never shows up to his first shift and doesn't like get like, fired before job. he ever starts. But like legit, I needed the job at the time. <laughs> so it's like this kid's like, oh yeah, I did this, this, and this. And they're like, you're job. hired. And then this kid's like, eh. And meanwhile, I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then I got you a job anyway. So y'all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all good. Bro, didn't you guys used to freestyle at Liquor Depot? It wasn't us. I think the funniest was this part. This guy named Skrilla. Herbie, remember when you quit for me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was working at a... Dude, how ironic is this? I was working at Earl's. Mocks. Oh, yeah, in the Earl's. West, in West Hills. I was working at Earl's after Herbie fucked me out of a job. Um, <laughs> the job that Herbie got you? <laughs> no, I got him another one. And after like a month, I was like... This was at a time where you could quit a job and have a job the next day. Whereas now people who have like PhDs are like sucking people off to get a job at McDonald's. <laughs> but like back then you could quit a job and get a new job the next day. So I'm like, <laughs> I am done Do with you know Earl's. from experience? No, nah, I just heard many stories from Isaiah, <laughs> your previous <Christ>. employer. <laughs> Anyways. Maybe because there's an oversaturation of about, liberal arts degrees nowadays. About how to suck dick to get a job? <laughs> I have a PhD in creative writing. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wicker basketing. <laughs> I can write the shit out of this story. Start once upon a time. So I quit Earl's, but I was like too nervous because the day before I quit, this guy bought me a drink, bought me a drink and dinner if I promised to take a shift on a Saturday. So on the Saturday, I tell Herbie, I'm like, fuck, man, I don't want to work here anymore. And I got the job at the liquor store. <laughs> so I didn't care, obviously, because I have a job. But I didn't want to like face the music. So I get Herbie to call my boss. And Herbie's like, yeah, I quit. And I just hear the dude going off on him in the phone. And he's like, yeah, well, it's not my problem anymore, man. <laughs> <laughs> this guy was irate. <laughs> I think that's funny though like someone going off after you say you're, you quit like what are you going to do dock my pay that you aren't well, paying me anymore like they were like it was slammed on a Friday and they're like we're sh so short staffed tomorrow I know it's not your day but I'll buy you dinner and a drink if you promise to work the shift tomorrow and I was like ah fine I'll work tomorrow and then like eat the dinner have the drink Andrew ordered the most expensive shit on the dinner too like the 40 ounce porter steak like and then the next day, it's just like... With the lobster? <laughs> Firefest. He got surf and turf? Pretty much. <clears throat> All right, but without further ado, Fuck Herbie me. Campos's employment stories. Um, well, this one actually has to do with the liquor store. Because <laughs> we worked with, like, a myriad of people. But we ended up getting stuck doing, like, up to the 2 a.m.s or something like that. And the one dude who was basically, like, the manager at the time was like nowhere to be seen at any time. He was like the chillest French dude ever. And we worked with this guy named Skrilla. <laughs> Not his real name. That's literally just what he called himself. You can and still find him on like, SoundCloud or MySpace. Huh? You can still find him he'd on MySpace smoke. or SoundCloud. <laughs> yeah, he'd always smoke or hotbox like his like friends, his cousin's car before coming into work. And he would always reek. So he'd be like working in the back. So one day we had this pallet come in and... He's like, yo, he's like, I looked at all the, he's like, I looked at all the like bottles and everything we're getting. He's like, we got like eight bottles of Dom in there. He's like, I'm going to go and like break it and we're just going to have some of it. Cause like usually you could write a whole bunch of shit off. And I was like, I don't know how this is going to work. Like we got mad cameras. He's like, no man, the cameras don't even, they're not even connected in the back. 
So he gets too high. He breaks the wrong bottle. I have to go back there. I'm like looking around to see where it is. I like take the box, take it into the cooler and just go like, oopsies. But I realized that there's like glass shards in the bottle. So I was like, oh, I don't want any of this shit. So I like pull it out. This kid's in the back. He's just like chugging away at this bottle, gets like a glass shard. And all of a sudden he's just like, like have to write this whole thing off. He's like, I need to go home early. He's high as shit. Like nothing, nothing could have gone worse. Cause then the manager the next day is like, yo, like that's like a $400 bottle of champagne. Like what happened? Where's the like stuff? Like, did you throw it in the trash? We're like, no, it's still back there broken. He's like, this looks intentionally broken. That kid basically ends up just saying like, I don't know. Herbie slipped, broke it, broke it. He's like, we need to look at the cameras. No cameras there. (laughs) That was one. Two was if any cans got a dent, you weren't allowed to sell them. So like on purpose, we'd be like walking with cans and we'd just be like, throw them on the ground. (laughs) All of a sudden just have to crack them and like have a brew mirror, like have like a brew like mid shift. Um, What else did we do? I can't even imagine liking craft beer at that time. No. Because like back then even I'd be like, oh shit, this Jack Daniels like hard soda. I've never tried this before. Broken. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the ones to break. Or even in or even like when you'd go to the back because a camera, like if you took the garbage, we would like put full full cans of stuff in the garbage and then like act like we're gonna go toss it to the garbage and end shift, run the other way of the alley and cut the bag open and just take like the full case of what we wanted. <laughs> Or you got a whole bunch of freebies, and if you were under the like under the desk on the camera, you could just like throw all the little mini like one and a half ounce freebies into a bag and like stuff them in your backpack and just be sitting there like. <laughs> so our fridge at home with Andrew was just full, like stocked with them. Like we had like twenty at a time. Like a Texas Mickey worth of Grey Goose and minis. Oh, so ridiculous! The shit that we got away with there. Oh my god, this is a good store. Yeah, did I ever tell you guys about the crackhead I worked with? So, like, which five of them? Yo, but for real, this chick would, like, smoke... Yo, this chick was, like, always, like... I knew she was on drugs because she would always... She couldn't stand still. Like, she'd be at the till, like, ringing something in and be, like, rocking back and forth. But the thing is, like... (laughs) The thing is, like, I always thought she was acting like that because she, like, hadn't had her fix for the day because, like, I was like, oh, no... (laughs) No, because I'm, like, no... Like, no, like, respectful person is, like, gonna go into work, like, high on fucking PCP. Until like she ended up quitting. <laughs> Until she ended up. Alex, you can tell your story next. Okay, Corey, keep going. <laughs> I'm tripping out, man. The walls are melting. I got the shakes real bad, man. I need to go on a break, dog. Please, I'll suck your dick. <laughs> Uh, anyways, the... I'm feeling some type of way. <laughs> anyways, the chick quits, and finally, like, one of the co-workers I work with, like, spills the bean to the manager. She's like, yeah, one time she was like, oh, I'm feeling, like, pretty low right now. Let me go. She's like, she went outside, took a hit of PCP, came back inside, and, like, cleaned the whole restaurant while serving, like, half of it. She was, like, serving tables fuck? and, like... Cleaning the whole back storage at the same time. Yo, that's efficiency right there. Good for her. Yeah, like, she wasn't a bad worker. But then, like, she ended up, like, quitting. And then, like, two weeks later, we see photos of her on on Facebook of her, like, holding a Glock up to her face. 
like I run these streets. Yo, know, she was fucked. Oh, and then uh, like the he who must not be named, <laughs> the cucumber sitter. <laughs> was telling me he was like messaging her on. <laughs> he was telling me he was messaging her on on Facebook, <laughs> and uh, and she was like, "Yeah, I I just like finished doing like a bid for drug possession in jail." She's like, "I was running shit in there though. I had like all the bitches doing what I needed them to do." I was like, Christ. "She's like running the yard, like had bitches like licking her clit and shit." Like, <laughs> and on that, <laughs> Alex, tell us your story. I don't have any stories. Don't lie to, to us, be, Alex. No, seriously, I have nothing. The only job that I've done, ah, I guess I can't. There I guess go. I can't say that because the only mishap I've ever had at work, oh. I worked at a uh, gas plant, uh, just there outside of Olds. I was uh, in charge. Uh, it was when TJ Hender his Henderson oh outsmarted you on the playground. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, hey, whatever. <laughs> my job it's was filling rail cars with liquid sulfur and propane. I would show up to this job so tired every single day that there was one day when a, a sulfur car was being filled, I fell asleep. And a hundred thousand pounds of it spilled out onto the ground and killed sixteen families. Alex, you monster! <laughs> no, I like what? Yeah, it it was it was not good. Uh, tired. Seriously, boy. it was horrible. Like me and eight other people had to come in on a Saturday, jackhammer all of it because uh, sulfur solidifies at like a hundred and twenty degrees. So I have like, no stories. Well, yeah, there was this one time when I fucking toxified <laughs> planet Earth. <laughs> well, no. He was like, I was a part of that Exxon, like, that it, Exxon it, it, oil spill. It didn't spill. do anything. <laughs> <laughs> you know those ducks you see covered in oil on the Dove That's commercials? Me. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> My Spend God. all your time waiting Anyways. for this second chance. It says so, Alex and Slow. You know why Standing Rock still doesn't so, have clean drinking water? Oh, Bottom Christ. left. <laughs> you know what really happened so, in Flint? So. <laughs> Wait, A94 backwards is 49A. That's the area code of Standing Rock at. <laughs> 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 and all of a sudden I have no interest to finish the story remember, no, remember when do. the blood diamonds were missing <laughs> oh my wait Coney spelled backwards <laughs> you know who stole vibranium from oh, Wakanda oh fuck my you know who stole Vision's fucking gem from his forehead? Uh, okay, we're done. <laughs> uh, the story's over. No, come on. Okay, you know so you had a jackhammer because sulfur solidifies. <laughs> Look, Thanos, all you gotta do is steal these infinity Sulfur stones. solidifies. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. Happy friends. We went off Happy on friends. Let's bring there. it back together. We went off on a tangent. So, Alex, tell us how sulfur solidifies and how you murdered the marmot <laughs> of <Christ>. North America. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding about the marmot part. 
not okay. Not. Anyways, anyways, continue. It, it was. <laughs> it only ended up being like fifty square feet of shit. On, it was an isolated plant. Like it didn't affect anything. It hardens so quickly because it has to be over 150 degrees to be liquid. So it's solid. Uh, mm-hmm. It turns solid. It's also twice the density of water. So it is heavy as all hell. And when you're jackhammering it, like it's such a good insulator that there would still be pockets of the liquid inside of it. And it would like release plumes of hydrogen sulfide gas. Oh. At the same time, it was, yeah, it was one of the worst things I've ever experienced. That's the worst work incident I've. Did you get written up? No, but I got let go two months after. (laughs) Jesus. Oh. But two months after. So, like, you're fine. They clearly didn't. Well, they care. did because, like I said, it was almost a hundred thousand pounds of sulfur. But, but uh, what are you gonna do? Yeah, Jesus it was Christ. Alex's manager's kid came out with like five years on one side of his head. Um, I'm not <laughs> Just a from monster. The <laughs> I'm a human being. We're gonna let you go. Uh, God, Dad, keep it down. <laughs> yeah, that was that was my worst work experience, and that wasn't even on purpose. I'm not an like, animal. I'm Kate, a human. If that's being. your first story, you have to have others. There has to be. No, others. that's it. No, that's it. Because two minutes ago you had no stories. Now you have like stories. Bro, of the you work. Well, no, I had nothing. Because he's working for Miss Spencer. When I worked at yeah. Canadian Tire, I got. S- <coughs> When, when I worked at Canadian Tire, I got fired for buying Smarties from the vending machine when I was on my shift. Wow. So there's no story there. <laughs> yeah, what? That is ridiculous. Seriously, no joke. No joke. By some like 400-pound guy that didn't have his driver's license. I literally needed Jesus sugar, Christ. bought Smarties on my shift. He's like, nah, you're done. Canadian Tire really living up to their name, hey? With that logo where it originated? For those who don't oh know, Canadian Tire originally got their logo from Nazi Germany. Jesus you can Google Christ. it. It's fact. Isn't it a maple leaf? And oh other goodness. than that, other than that, the other jobs... No, the, the red triangle was like a symbol for like a camp. For Hydra? People were trying to get it cancelled. Red triangles are also symbols for yield. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a big region. Oh, fuck. But yeah, other than that, the only other jobs I've had were like trades jobs and I didn't really have any time to pull anything. That's smart. What oh, well. That you only meant well. Well, what you say? It's not the best because it is. Jesus Christ. And on that note, if anybody wants to sign... Andrew to a contract. You, as you can hear, he has a terrible singing voice. Uh, thank you for joining us. I can't us help today it. It's all that sulfur escaping podcast. the earth, fucking with my vocals. Who's been messing up everything? It's been Alex all along. <laughs> How do you spell global warming? A L E X. <laughs> Holy fuck! <laughs> oh my goodness! As he sits on the coffee, like fuck you guys. He's like fuck you niggas. Do the outro. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Yeah. He's like, help me escape this nightmare. Do haste. Uh, uh, yo, yo, thanks for listening. I, I can't even get through this outro. Oh, Jesus. Thank you for listening today. Have a good week. Stay safe. Uh, Peace. Hopefully I'm, hopefully I'm here to record next week and the stalker doesn't get me. I'm out of here.